Hello everyone, this is a personal synthesis podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about stability. With me is the creator of personal synthesis, Dr. Nesh Popovic. Good afternoon, Nesh. How are you? Uh, well, thank you. How are you? Very well. Thank you. I want to say about uh, today's subject, our inner stability is uh, very important. It affects many areas of our life, such as work, relationship, and even our free time. Yes, it affects almost any aspect of our lives. I think that our listeners already know how important it is to keep some degree of stability in any particular situation. When we lose stability, it can have a negative effects on all these areas of life that you mentioned. So, Bobby, are you stable? Well, yes. I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you know? How do you know that you are? Describe to me, how, how do you know that you are stable? Well, I know I'm stable because I don't derail, if I can say so. Okay, okay. That's that's actually a good description of what stability is. When you say you don't derail, that means that you are still, to sufficient extent, in charge of your faculties, of your behavior, and so on. And that's exactly what we need stability for. Being aware of stability is also important for another reason. That's what I call the neutral position. Very often nowadays, we see people who are desperate to be all the time in good mood. That's because they believe that if they are not in good mood, they must be in bad mood. However, once you realize that there is actually an, a neutral position, a position in which you are neither in a good or bad mood, you are free from having to chase good moods all the time, which becomes a huge pressure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to be always in a good mood is exhausting. It's very exhausting, you're right. Do you feel sometimes that you're in that sort of neutral position when you're neither in good nor bad mood? How does it feel? Yeah, yeah, I'm calling that standard. (laughs) Yeah, you're following Uh, that standard. Yeah, 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 because uh, sometimes even I, especially when I'm going to bad mood, I'm trying to come back to good mood, not that you call neutral. Right. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Uh, Give us an example. I don't, uh, I don't know. When I'm uh, under lots of pressure because of yeah. work and uh, because of life, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as uh, life carries so much tension. And I don't know. I think it's uh, natural <laughs> for human beings to try to be in a good mood right away. Yes, when we don't feel well, we try to compensate by bringing somehow positive emotions and some good mood. And sometimes people use medication or drugs or alcohol to quickly induce those good feelings. Unfortunately, they don't last long. And you go back into that slump of bad mood as soon as their effects wear off. Sometimes it is simply not possible to switch from your bad mood into good mood. 
and the best you can hope for to get into that neutral position because the situation requires that. It would be unrealistic to accept that you can be in a good mood in any life situation, but you can certainly be in that neutral position. What derails us from that neutral position, the challenges for stability are our internal conflicts, which we covered in previous uh, episode, and also tension that is very often unnecessary, getting nervous about uh, something, and impulsiveness. So in this episode, we will suggest how to address these three. If we start first with tension, the best way to address tension is relaxation. Bobby, how do you relax? Uh, Sometimes talking with my girlfriend. Okay. Or I know it's going to sound funny because I'm 40 years old, but sometimes with video games. With video games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does it really help? (laughs) <laughs> talk helps with your games not always <laughs> I don't know yes. uh, it depends how I play <laughs> sometimes, uh, I, sometimes I'm uh, getting more nervous and uh, even uh, under more tension when I'm not playing well but it helps me uh, not to think in that particular moment about worries and problems Right. It helps you not to think about that, and that reduces your tension. However, video playing video games makes us actually more excited, and that goes against your stability. So even if you may feel a little bit less tense because you're not thinking about your issues and problems, that excitement contributes to feeling even less stable. And of course, as you said, it depends on the outcome of the games. If you lose the game, then you may may feel even more... More tense. More tense. Yeah, more tense or or it can put you in a worse mood. So what I want to suggest here, some uh, relaxation techniques that can guarantee reducing your tension. They don't last long. You can complete them in about 15-20 minutes and they can be helpful in many ways. For example, they can help you fall asleep when you're tense and so on. Yeah. Are you familiar with any relaxation techniques? Have you ever tried any of them? No, I haven't. But I tried once or twice deep breathing from your abdomen. So yeah. I tried, but it didn't help. Especially when I'm really tense. When I'm really tense, it is hard for me to sleep. And I tried those and it didn't help. I'm not surprised that it didn't help, to be honest. The reason why is that when we get tense, it affects most intensely one of our nerve centers that is called plexus solaris, which is somewhere in between your ribcage and the navel. So you feel tension in your tummy. And when you have to do deep breathing, it goes very much against that. Now, if you're not very tense, you can win over. But if you're very tense, the resistance is so great 
which makes deep breathing very difficult and a struggle. Yeah, my tummy trembling. That's because you created a physiological conflict, a conflict in, in your body. Tension on one side and you trying to force breathing from your tummy on the other side creates conflict and that conflict is manifested as trembling. So I would suggest that you can use deep breathing in situations when you're not very tense uh, or not tense at all. But when you feel very tense, there are two other relaxation techniques. One is called progressive relaxation and the other one is called autogenic training. And they are described on our website in a very simple, easy to follow format. So the listeners who are interested in that can go there and try them. If you want more detailed descriptions of these techniques, there are many of them online. Let's talk about when we are in the middle of situation. Yes, obviously, when you are in the middle of some situation that may cause tension or nervousness or something like that, like say during an interview or a first date, you may not actually have 15 or 20 minutes to relax. So you have to do something else. For such situations, you can practice without anybody noticing centering and grounding. Centering consists of relaxing and then focusing on the approximate center of your body, which is about three fingers below your navel, and let it become your center of gravity. So you can practice keeping your focus on that point while sitting, walking, or doing some mundane tasks. And in time, you will be able to get there easily and quickly when you need to stabilize yourself. You may have seen some movies where some kung fu or karate masters do that centering before getting into a fight or something like that. For dramatic reasons, this is very often presented with dramatic movements or, or so on. You don't need any of these things. You can achieve centering without doing anything visible, without anybody noticing it. The other technique is grounding. A focus on the parts of your body that are in contact with something solid. For example, chair you're sitting on. Bobby, can you focus on those parts of the body that are touching your chair right now? Yes. I'm, okay, and you can I'm, feel I'm, it, right? Yes. But you didn't feel that a moment ago before I asked you. You completely, no. you were not aware of that at all whatsoever, right? No, no, <laughs> that's and, right. I mean, and yet that sensation of your body touching the chair or your feet touching the floor and so on were there all the time. Now, grounding is about deliberately focusing on those sensations, bringing to your awareness that connection that you have with the object of the ground. If standing, focus on your feet, touching the ground. You can even imagine that you're holding the earth with your feet. This can help you feel more grounded. 
Nash, very important thing for me personally. I want to ask you. Sometimes I'm impulsive. Yeah. And very often that is something that challenges my stability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything that I can do with that? Yeah, sure. Probably the most well-known method to reduce or to control our impulsive reactions is meditation. Have you heard of meditation? Yes, I've heard, but I never practiced. You never tried? Okay, no, why no. not? I don't know. I, uh, I just never tried. Uh, I know a couple of people that do meditation. Yeah. But it's just... It's not something that resonates with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Right. And is that because it doesn't come from the tradition you are brought up in? No, no, because uh, one of those people that I know that do meditation is one of my uncles. I see. Okay. Yeah. So why do you think you have kind of resistance? What is that that makes it uh, so foreign to you? It, it's not the resistance. It's more like it never comes to my mind. Let me just say first that meditation, particularly if you are just starting, if you haven't been meditating for a long time, doesn't necessarily help with tension because it's difficult to do meditation properly when you are very tense. So I suggest relaxation for tension. But meditation can really help with your impulsive reactions. Still, some people don't want to try meditation for several reasons, because they don't believe that it will work. It doesn't matter what I say. I'm not going to persuade you that it will work unless you try. So I'm not going to say anything about that. I just suggest try and see for yourself it will work or not. The other reason why people don't meditate or stop very quickly after they tried meditation a couple of times is that they associate that with something religious and they don't feel completely comfortable. The other reason is that they get bored. They find just sitting in the corner for 20 minutes and doing seemingly nothing boring and they give up. So the type of meditation that we suggest on the personal synthesis website is very simple, easy to understand. It has no religious or spiritual connotations. And also it's unlikely to be boring in the sense of just um, uh, doing nothing. I can say a few words about that. Essentially, the meditation is about taking a seat, not only in your room where you are going to meditate. By the way, you don't need to cross your legs or anything like that. Just sit in an armchair on a sofa, wherever you're comfortable. You can even lie down if you want. But taking a seat in your mind too, and rather than being taken by your experiences or mental events that go through your mind, you just observe them. And you can imagine that your thoughts and images that go through your mind or emotions and feelings and anything else, desires and so on, they're like trains 
and you are a train spotter. You are like sitting in a train station and just observe them come in and out without getting in any of these trains. You just let them come and go. That's all that you need to do. And you will find that it actually can be quite interesting to observe what's going on inside your mind. In addition, it gives you a greater control over those internal processes. So you don't go necessarily with those reactions. You realize that you can experience them without having necessarily to get involved. And that's in real situations later on, give you greater control over these reactions and uh, particularly over impulsive, uncontrolled reactions. Yeah. Okay, that's about okay. meditation. And these four, relaxation, centering, grounding, and meditation, if practiced regularly, can really contribute to lasting greater stability. Thank you, Nesh. I think this was very helpful for me personally and for our listeners. And I want to say everything that they want to read about relaxation, meditation, and uh, centering and grounding, and about stability, they can find on our website, personalsynthesis.com. Thank you, Bobby. And I would just to remind our listeners, please, if you have any questions or comments, send it to us. We'll be more than happy to go to them and respond to them in one of our subsequent sessions. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Nesh. Bye-bye.